0: We ready? Ready as we've ever been. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: he doesn't even doesn't even know what he's going to say. I think I'm going to go something like, "Hello, welcome back to yeah. that League One podcast." Just a
0: generic <laughs> intro would be good, Wardy. Yeah, <laughs> don't, go, don't go too don't go too wild, mate. Been Goodbye bye and welcome.
1: I've <laughs> 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 you... done this for a while, have we? You're listening to that League One podcast. Hello and welcome to That League One podcast. We return. The boys are returning. Episode 18, but it feels as though we haven't done one since episode 10. It's been such a long time. The festive period is over, but we've got so much to chat about. But, Nappers, last time we spoke, you were in a relegation battle. Um, you're still in a relegation battle. <laughs> How was the festive period? Um.
2: Yeah, well, it feels like somebody's coming to me home. i all my mince pies, taking all my presents, and then left. But I'm still here with me mother and unhappy. That that nothing's changed. That you know, you know, people just keep, you know, just I no words. I really (laughs) have no words about this football club anymore. But no, 22 cup finals to go. You know, and while there's a chance of staying up, there's still a chance. Do I think we're going to stay up? Stay up? No, absolutely not. I'm I'm absolutely certain that we'll go down. And it's just about getting as many points as we can, staying in the race, and you know, a couple of wins. You know, it may change everything, but we are the worst team in League One and I'm glad we're bottom because that shows everything now and you know, a big reset's needed.
1: You are bottom of League One. That wasn't the case last time we spoke, but it's been quite a while. You are rock bottom now. Uh, somebody who isn't rock bottom, but the way that he speaks on social media and on the WhatsApp group, you think he was rock bottom. Jake, how are you, mate? It's been a tough period for Lincoln City, but uh, you're not
0: bottom of the league, mate. So, you know, it's not the end of the world. No, but we are second bottom of the form table over the last oh, six, which does... Um, that is relegation, man. Me. Yeah, well, four defeats over Christmas. I had a lovely... We were giving three points out to everyone. We were very... Generous this festive period, but no, um, yeah, I don't know, mate. It's, I'm very unmotivated from Lincoln City at the moment, it's so much so that I won't be going to Wickham next weekend, which is uh, Ooh. which is slightly strange, but yeah, no, I'm okay. We're uh, I'm hoping for a miracle in the transfer window. That's what that um, Has short you, gotta go? Has you gotta go. Is
1: it time to pull the trigger? <laughs>
0: no, we're not. We're not. We're not quite Tim We're not quite Fleetwood Town. Have three managers in a season, mate. We're not. Don't need to do any of that. We need to back him. Gotta mention it. Yeah, got it it. And mention Only took
3: three and a half minutes to get the three managers of the <laughs> season in, didn't it? Press the thing is, it, he
1: can't blame us because it was his own quote. It'd this be worse true. if if we quoted it and then he brought it up. But to be fair, to Napas, I watched the video. He's been firing up the content of the Christmas period. It's been fantastic, and he did actually mention in the video uh when was it was at the Johnson sacking one where you did mention the quote on T Lop about three managers and you deserve to get relegated. Uh, yeah, you might still get relegated. It was
2: yeah, T but... Lop and yeah three managers in, in a season is a, is a bit tired. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he got his head stuck
2: he in his can't his um, already. I just yeah it has got that bad yeah um no it, it's it's a weird one because well the these players got rid of Brown after six games got rid of Johnson after 17 Johnson got 17 points from 17 games. That doesn't sound that bad when you're in a relegation. Point the game, you think was not too bad. Player powers one. Um, five players, and if I had to I'm pretty sure I know the five. Vela, uh, who was it? Vela, Lynch, Rooney, Marriott, Stockley, I think all went about four or five games ago about the management. I said off camera, you know, on this. Players say another manager, you know, isn't quite right for us. You know, he's very all about himself. And even in the media, he seems to be a bit like himself from hearing. And you hear all these different stories that are true, that, you know, that, you know, I know Lee Johnson's on his side, but you kind of really see why the reason, you know, why, why they've sacked him. Charlie Adam has come in and kind of knows the club. He's been to a lot of games. He was on my train, actually, because he was loans manager at Burnley. Unfortunately for him, he's got no driving license. So really, uh, he's, he got, he's, got point, he's got more He's got no points on his li- He's got more points on his license than we have this season. So that's a good <laughs> start. Uh, oh, I see.
3: Was- so he did have a driving license, yeah, but he no he longer was-
1: does. He, yeah. Yeah, he didn't just not- By the way, Tom, we should introduce you. Are here today? Hi <laughs> we well, everyone. Had- yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we got really invested, and we're going to carry on with the fleetwood we'll chat in just a moment. But we should say that we we haven't returned with three. We have returned with uh, with the four of us. Um, Tom, how are you? How's Pompey? How was your Christmas personally? How are uh, new setup up as well? If you, I mean, if you want to see the setup, just spend your bloody Christmas money. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> I know it's January. We're all a little bit uh, stretched financially in January, but, you know, try your hardest. Uh, we'll come on to the Patreon <laughs> later. Um, Tom, how are you, mate? I'm really good. Yes, it's been... Well, football-wise, it wasn't the best
3: Christmas, was it? And I think we've all kind of had a bit of an indifferent Christmas, some to the more extent than others. But yes, got... What? We have... Why am I getting funny looks for that? <sighs> I didn't give a funny look. I think you have quite. Have I I've just got a
0: buzzer, I that? mate. That's just the way I look. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um yes, yeah, so I very kindly from Jakey Boy got me that one. No. Um and he also got me this one for the that, benefit I didn't of... pay for that one. Oh. No one paid for that one. Great. Oh, well, that, that one's a freebie for the benefit of people who aren't watching us on Patreon. I'm showing my new pictures off, which will be across t Premium and across 4-0 Sunday Live over the foreseeable future. Um, so, yes, no, very happy, mate. All good. Uh, still top of the league, just about. And we keep fighting on. Back to the Nappers, because so I was very invested in that. Sorry, go on. So, jo- yeah. Josh Feller. <laughs> yeah. They don't like it.
1: Oh no, no, sorry. We're we're at Scott Brown losing his license. Oh, we're at Scott Brown.
2: No, 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 no,
3: Scott Brown. Brown.
1: Adam. Jesus, it's been so many bloody managers.
3: I can't keep up (laughs) with them (laughs) all.
2: And three this season, (laughs) isn't it? Just makes me wonder um, when they'll, you know, you know, fail to turn up for Charlie Adam now. I watched the players come in. Obviously, there's a video on, I don't know if you saw it, them coming in at Derby, which looked horrific. And I spoke to the media, guy and I went, why did you post that? He goes, oh, yeah, I thought it would be a good idea. I went, he goes, you look back at him, you think, why did I post it? Northampton, the next game, I went to go, and what, we lost 3-0? Yeah, 3-0. And they looked dejected. Like, they looked like they had the world on their shoulders. I watched them coming in and shoot I thought, well, I want to see this. A lot better, to be fair to them. And the performance was there. Um, Rooney... Who'd been frozen out, one of the key players, and you know, Vella's the captain as well. Who's going to see him as well. So, five influence, and it's you, you, you two strikers you spent 500,000 pounds on between them, and they're on probably 10 grand between them, which is massive amounts for, for clubs like Fleetwood. Um, and yeah, just a bit toxic, really. Rooney got off the coach, um, happy, smiling, and someone went, Good to be back, Sean. He goes, It's good to be back. We got rid of him and walked in. I was like. Oh, okay then. So it's like we don't see these little things and it's like, well, when players are saying that, I'm like, well, twenty-two games, I just keep thinking twenty-two games. We are about to say Moan Cochran, who from Waterford that uh, for, you know, we signed obviously Junior Turner and Phoenix Patterson for a combined you know fee of two pound a pound each, which was you know, uh, you know good signings for us. But hopefully, you know, we can have. But all our players are literally we probably need another seven or eight to be fair. If I'm honest with you. I'm getting that worried about our forward line. I think I'm gonna have to go and do a job up front. I, well, Are I thought that as well.
1: Good? We had no wingers for and I thought I might get a call up. You know, Tyler Goodrum was out. I thought you know, they might get confused and call me up. But um,
0: How can you play if you're injured, Wardy? It
1: is true, yeah. We'd have to sort of do some clone thing. Uh, not quite sure that's been invented yet. But if it is, I should be starting against Charlton. It didn't happen. We won anyway. It would have been weird if I was playing. Um, let's talk. Well, we can come back to transfer chat because we can talk about the window. A lot of people actually suggested we do a little bit of, of window chat because it is the 3rd of January. So we could have a little talk about potential ingo- incomings and outgoings but before that we are going to speak about the festive period we're not going to do fixtures because we've missed about seven match weeks so instead we've all got a club uh, well more than one club we've got six clubs each is that right good maths
3: you're good doing math. a terrible job of explaining this by the way it's not going great is it we've all six got a club clubs. no we've all got six clubs <laughs> We've all
1: well we've all got a club but actually we've got six clubs. this is true times Can... that by six yeah can and I jump in and one. do a
3: shout out before we do, do that, a shout if out. Yeah, Before we
1: terribly explain it further.
3: Yes, let's, let's not terribly <laughs> explain it further. Um, while we were walking back to the car in the pouring rain after Monday night's game, I was doing the normal thing of debriefing, going through as many bits as possible for camera, all the post-match chat, etc. So it makes us look like we're just kind of reading off the stats when we're not. We're actually just chopping bits and i all piece them all together so it looks all succinct. succinct. There's a guy that was stood sort of just in front of me next to me, he was patiently waiting until I put the camera down to, kind of, to say, when's the next tealop coming out? And he actually used the word tealop as well, which I was buzzing about. I told him we were filming it today as we are. He was delighted. He told me he's never missed an episode to which I tried to be a bit funny in reply, neither have I, but it didn't really hit the spot as I thought it would do. Um, I didn't catch his name. I uh, wanted to thank him on this episode. I hope you go on to enjoy it. I also, Jack, wanted to take the opportunity as we enter 2024 with all your blessing. Oh, my dad's ringing me. He's going to have to wait for a minute. Um, we'll take the opportunity for all, and he is actually ringing me, by the way. Um, so, should we... ask. lot weird in you, That he genuinely
1: let's, was ringing him. Let's not... Um,
0: thanks, mate. <laughs> Good morning, there, Andrew! Good <laughs> yeah. oh, morning, yeah,
3: Andrew. Oh, wait, hang on. Yeah, I'm just I'm just recording a tea lop. Can I ring you back in a minute? Don't swear, don't oh, yeah, swear, don't busy,
0: swear. Mate,
3: yes, is everything alright? Yeah, no, no, it's just a, just a question. That was all. Speak to you later. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> um. <laughs> So to Zach, Matt, Connor, Phil, Buzz, Sam, JW, Dildo, John Davison, Bradley, Seth, Daniel, Daniel S, Stephen, Darryl, Lee, Luke, Daniel, Griffin, ABC, Logan, Will D, Shakira, Johnny, Waters, Lewis, Matty, Dan, Keach, Pompey, and of course, Sue, you are all amazing. And we thank you very much for sticking around with us. Right. Try that thing again. Four games, six teams across the Christmas period.
1: Yes, we've all got six teams. We're going to go team by team and explain and analyse and discuss their festive period. I think, think that's much right. Better. Much um, better. I've done it based off the league uh, currently table. However, I've tried to allocate, well, we have allocated one. Here we go. And one of our teams to not ourselves. So we've each got a different team. That makes total sense. So, for example, Naples has Pompey, Tom has Oxford. I have Lincoln and Jake has Fleetwood. OK, right. Let's begin. Napa, do you want to kick us off? We'll start with... Would well, you want to start at the top of the table? We can have this discussion. Top of the table or bottom of the table?
3: People will listen for the top, won't they? So maybe go bottom up.
1: <laughs> yeah, here we go. We are a podcast, yeah. We are it's a Pompey podcast. Yeah, so podcast. Yeah, so, so we... fuck them. not starting there. <laughs> not starting there. <laughs> uh, we'll start at the bottom of the table. Uh, you don't need reminding who's there, but that does mean Jake kicks us off with Fleetwood Town. How would you uh, oh, discuss and oh, break down their festive period? A
0: shit show, to be honest with you. Um, I, I, I think it's been... A bit of a turbulent time upon the File Coast, hasn't it? Um, you're looking at the the games, three-one defeat to Shrewsbury, who knew that Shrewsbury could score three goals in a game. Never mind, uh, you know, a 2-0 defeat to Bolton. I think that everyone sort of saw that come in with the run that Bolton were on. Um, two fairly decent points, one away at Fratton Park, which was well documented by by these two, and a, a, a must not lose game for me. Um, against Carlisle at home, I think Nappers will be disappointed with performances in some of them. Um, I think the Bolton one, they tried a little bit, but eventually they, they got rolled over and got beat by the better side. Shrewsbury, they looked like they were in it a little bit, and then just sort of Shrewsbury scored three goals. Um, I thought after the Portsmouth game, they actually played really what well, they played really well, and you know had opportunities to to win that game, which has been seen on on both of these vlogs. But you know, obviously they had the manager change with. with with Lee Johnson going, was it the right decision? I don't think it was. Um, he needed to to bring in his own players. Personally, for me, you can't bring in a manager after the window, the summer window closes, and then hang him out to dry be- just before the January window. It doesn't make a lot of sense. I think if Fleetwood wanted to stay up, they would have kept Johnson in charge despite all the the player dispute and brought in four or five big players for him. You know, like they brought in Hennigan If they brought in maybe three experienced generals that would play for Lee Johnson. I have played for him before I understand what it takes to play for him. I think they'd have been better off, but they've brought in Charlie Adam. I mean, it might open them up to some good connections. Obviously, we'll, we'll talk about transfers later, but you know, one lad that's playing up the road at Morecambe, Michael Mellon, who's been banging them in for fun in League Two, might well find his way at Highbury, which would be a really good signing. they just signed a, a, a striker from, from Ireland, so they need goals. They need goals fast, and yeah, it's been a pretty bleak festive period. Although you have to say a point at, at Fatton Park is uh, is pretty nifty. But overall, I don't think Ben's too happy.
1: Ben, we'll ask you. Are you here?
2: Are you happy? Yeah. Well, yeah. There's a song, Lonely This Christmas," and I know, I know how it feels. Uh, yeah. Um. Sorry about the minute because I'm going into games. I've lost my spark, lost the rhythm, lost the will to win. When we scored the other day. Yeah. Fine. Uh, when we, you know, scored against Carlisle, yeah, fight was there, against Bolton turned up two minutes before kick-off, felt like we'd been beat before it kicked off, um, and then you kind of, you know, get into our happening and you think we could, you know, we potentially, you know, hold on, you know, you don't, and you know, you conceded 42 goals, scored 21 all year, and uh, you conceded 51 last year, and yeah, it's uh, from top to bottom, the, f- the football club needs needs change, and the last place I would have change was the manager, I'm honest with you. I think going through three managers is an absolute disgrace. And five points adrift, 24 games played. We've won four games, won seven all season, all, all in 2023 out of 24. And there's a lot to work on. And some of the players at the football club are an absolute joke tip bad. So no words anymore. And... We've got an Edith Asker derby on Saturday and we've got to get three nice. points.
1: That'll be nice. I uh, can't wait to hear your thoughts on that one. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. I we'll had to wait and see this time last
2: year, by the way, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, be a patron to find out exactly what hand gesture Napa's use there. Uh, let's go to... I wasn't What's even this? watching.
3: I'm trying to do his thumbnail. So I'll, I'll ask that after the game.
1: Game um, show. Sorry. Show. Carry on. Jack, that's me, Cheltenham. I think we're going to work our way up like that. Uh, Cheltenham. Let's see what we've got to say about Cheltenham. I'll be honest with you. The problem that Nappers and Fleetwood have got without bringing it back directly to that team is the teams around them are improving in that bottom four. And Cheltenham are one of them. And I think when you look at Fleetwood, something that we haven't quite mentioned yet is, look, in isolation, it's bad. However, when you look at the other teams around them getting better or have a reason to get better, and the reason why I say that is because Carlisle although haven't had a great improvement, they have got finance, we believe in this window with new ownership. Teams like Reading are getting better. Exeter will spend a little bit of money, if not invest. And I think actually they're much more stable uh, than, than Fleetwood are. Definitely when you look at the managerial situation, they've backed Gary Coldwell, whether that works or not, we'll have to wait and see, but they've gone down the loyal approach, similar to Cambridge and Mark Pollen last season. But with Cheltenham, they're a team that are improving and they've continued to improve over December and, and the festive period. Uh, Daryl Clark, I think is, is a wonderful manager. I think that that's what I'd like to say. Daryl Clark has absolutely revolutionised Cheltenham and we saw them after the first 10 games when they didn't score a goal, they looked woeful and look, it couldn't have got much worse. But we can see, especially during this period where there's been a lot of games, they found ways to win and they found ways to pick up points. And I think a win on Saturday potentially could mean they come out of the bottom four for the first time this season, which would be a incredible achievement um and no it probably won't but even but the point is the point is they've got themselves in a place where that is a possibility and uh in the first 10 games we thought they were almost hard to write teams off early they did look like a team we could potentially write off and you know look they really have improved um let's move on uh tom it's short term uh carlisle united it's been uh well look like I said just a second ago, the relegation teams, they haven't maybe kicked on quite yet, but they have got reason to be excited in the long term.
3: Yeah, particularly after sort of yesterday as well. I think that that's a real sort of kick on moment. They've won the joint fewest games in League One the season so far alongside the Cod Army and they're third from worst in the goals conceded tally too, Jack. But as you say, they'll feel so revitalised after beating... Port Vale on New Day, given what was a tricky Christmas where they drew and lost to two teams fighting similar battles. When you're down there, you really ought to be turning up if you really want to give yourselves any kind of chance from a, a Carlisle point of view. The fashion of that Port Vale win as well, 1-0 down courtesy of Ben Garrity, score from the spot on 80 minutes and then win it in the 93rd. It's the, the kind of the classic home turnaround, isn't it? Or as good as you're going to get in League One. There is a huge game to come this weekend. You're talking about this weekend for Cheltenham. Massive trip for them down to Devon. If X to beat Carlisle, they go six points above them with a game in hand. Or Carlisle could catch them up and go level on points. It's a proper relegation dogfight, if you can call it that in January, which I think we probably can call it a bit of a relegation dogfight in January. Um, But yeah, a bit big for them, assuming it's not been postponed, which I think it hasn't. So that one will still go ahead um, as one of the six or so games that we will be predicting at the end of the show. So stick around. Um, Yeah, I mean... I I hope they don't actually go down. They bought an awful lot of fans down and created an awful lot of noise on what is probably their longest trip of the season, if not this one at the weekend for Exeter will be. Um, but I did call them to finish rock bottom, so I'm kind of between a rock and a hard place, between whether I want them to go down or not. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna, I'm going to go with the the no for now. I don't think I really want any teams to go down the League One really. But yeah, Carlisle fighting a good old fight. Their manager got a bit of stick, didn't he? I think it was even before Christmas where they released a statement or he released a statement on behalf of the club, speaking directly from Paul Simpson himself to say, look, just stick behind us. We'll do our best. We'll keep fighting, all that kind of thing. Um, And luckily they have done. And and hopefully they've started 2024 as they mean to go on.
1: Nappers, would you agree that we'll speak about Exeter now and the reason why this conversation moves on like it does is because I think there is probably five teams for four relegation positions. Is that harsh? Is it too early to say? I, I, the reason why I say that is I don't look, but the question is, do Burton and Cambridge fall into that fight? And like you've been very consistent in saying you don't think Wigan are going to be in that fight. Four teams go down in Skybet League one it's very brutal. Exeter, the team I've given you, is one of those. Is it five teams with Reading just outside the bottom four, the final team that could potentially go down? Because if it is, that's pretty brutal. That's five teams, four positions. The chances are there's going to be teams that actually do improve quite significantly that still go down?
2: No, I think there's always been kind of six spaces um, kind of in that bottom four area, that bottom four fight. Wigan won't be in it. They've won 10 games out of 25 and they're very patchy Wigan. Very inconsistently consistent. That's how i describe Wigan, where they'll go and lose three in a row, but then go and win four in a row, and then draw one, and then won't win for three, and that, that'll be fine for them. I think Port Vale, Shrewsbury, will get dragged back in with Burton and Cambridge. I don't think they're out the hill yet. I kind of think, well, you can be six points adrift, but you can either get dragged back in. Um, I think it'll be about 47, 48 points that'll keep you up this year. Um, People keep saying the 50-point, is you know a load of bull. I I disagree. Um I've looked over the past few seasons. I think 47 would have kept me up last season, 50, you know, a few years ago. 51 I think got relegated a few years ago. 40, you know, got all differences with fleet would have done it before. But this league's a lot weaker now. So Exeter you know four points from four you know I don't think they would I think they would have taken that losses against Cambridge and Reading away from home and they managed to get the points at home and they've only lost one in five now at home as well so they'll they'll take credit from that. They beat Wickham which was a good win for them dragging Wickham back into it you know and scrapped a point against Portsmouth and that's a good point for them two clean sheets at home away at Reading I think they'll be a little bit disappointed with the fact they conceded three goals he got back into the game twice only had the two shots on target. But you can't concede three goals and you, you look at the bottom area, I'm a big fan of keeping clean sheets and being tight to play against, which Fleetwood were last season. And if you like that, you'll stay up in League One. Well, extra 36 goals conceded, Fleetwood have conceded 42, Reading 41. And then you're looking at your likes of you know the teams, you know, late in Orient, 31, 36, but they've got goals as well and they, they can win a game out of nothing as well and Find that consistency. The team at the bottom just can't quite do that at the moment. But is a huge game Saturday for them. We've got Carlisle, then they've got a trip to Blackland. They play Cambridge, Bristol Rovers, Barnsley. So it's a bit of a scrappy month. But look, January will go a long way to deciding it. But if they lose all those five, are they down? Absolutely not. But it's still a long way to go. And Exeter, I think, we will stick by Carwell and uh, they'll be interesting, they've already signed the first player today, aren't they? Uh, a lad from uh, Fulham, I believe. Fulham. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, you want business done early, don't you, when you're in that relegation fight? And I think uh, I say that because Fleetwood, I think, are about to announce the signing that we know who it is the the Waterford striker. But I think that has just gone through now. So, clubs in the bottom end.
3: I love it when this comes back and we get like teasers while we're recording. It's just
1: great, (laughs) isn't it? Clubs down there are uh, are strengthening. We don't quite know the financial situation of Reading going into this window, Jake. But um, mm. talking of uh, Reading, they did beat Exeter. It was a good result for them. In a is it a six-pointer already? Like Tom said, it, it probably is. To be honest, they're very very close down there. Um, how do you analyze their festive period?
0: Uh, I think it would be fair to say that Reading have had the best festive period of the teams down there so far. You know that we've got. So you know, you take it all the way backwardly to before Christmas, the 12th, where they got a point with you lot, they've been unbeaten mm. since then, you know, including four draws, two wins. But still, when you're down that end of the table, you want to be picking up points on a consistent basis. And they were, they came to us a week, a couple of days later after drawing against you. And I thought they were really impressive with Nibs, Aziz, and he's picked up his form. You know, they got a really good win against Red uh, against Wigan at home, two, well, two goals to nil. Then probably the most impressive of the results, a 2-2 draw, Away at london road to 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 get a point out of peterborough at london road is a a massive result i think for anybody i think it's going to be a really tough place for for a lot of teams to go this season um the 2-2 draw against Cheltenham, perhaps a little less so they were 2-0 down in that game and and came back to to draw 2-2 they'll be pleased about that um and then you've got the the win yesterday uh, not yesterday the day before against exeter the one thing that you would be concerned about looking at, at the results is they've conceded twice in the last three games. They're perhaps wanting to shore up that defence if they can in the uh, the January window. But like you say, Wardy, we don't know the significance of that. Also, obviously, they might... I mean, it, it's not been confirmed or anything, but Derby meant to be interested in, in Charlie Savage. That would be a massive loss if, if he was to go there. Obviously, his dad played for Derby and is a big of a figure in Derby it could pull on the heartstrings for him but no I, th- I think Reading have had a really good period and you know we're going into January now where they've got Port Vale, Wigan, Derby Orion really to close out the month you'd expect uh, Reading to, to perhaps go on and get another six points out of those four games I think it would be fair to say as well so um very good festive period for Reading interested to see what they do in the window.
1: Absolutely. um Burton well, I've got next um Let's have a little look at Burton. Yeah, <laughs> well, no manager. <laughs> That's I'm uh, just trying to think of the the first. Harry Mills, about. Barmy Army. Yeah, and you know Burton. To be fair, they've got a track record of appointing caretaker managers. They did it with Dina, didn't they? After um, Hasselbank got sacked, so maybe they go and do it again. They seem to sort of find form with caretakers. So maybe they just need to just keep appointing caretakers. They'll be they'll be fine till they're, they're, their league one status will be absolutely fine. Start with a manager, sack him, and let the caretaker take over. Because so far, um, you know. They're in a they're in a decent spot. Um, two wins recently, they did lose their last game, but you look at that form, it's much better than the form that, that Dino is producing. I watched them uh, when they did lose 3-0 to us, and I watched them in that game. They looked terrible. But actually, since then, they have they have picked up. I was really worried for them. Uh, they had zero attacking intent. Defensively, they, they, it's an absolute shambles. But a result against Blackpool, a result against Shrewsbury, which is really important because Shrewsbury have got a pretty good record of beating teams. They should be beating to, you know, to reverse that and, and get a result over them. That could be massive come the end of the season. That's a really, really important 1-0 win. It's not glamorous, but like Napa just said there, when you're in a bit of a dogfight, finding ways to win, being tough to beat, narrowly winning against teams that you probably should be beating, it is going to leave you in good stead. 27 points. I don't see Burton get relegated. They actually had a really good summer. It hasn't worked out, but they've got talent in that squad. When you look at that squad and first 11, I think it's a lot better than quite a few teams in this division. Actually, some teams are higher than them in the league currently. I think they are absolutely fine. They just need to have a little bit of managerial security and, you know, we could be speaking about a Burton team progressing higher than than where they are around 19th and where Burton have been, I think, too often in recent years. Let's wait and see. But as, as festive, festive periods go, I think with Burton, it could have gone a lot worse. And when you didn't have a manager during that time, I think it could have gone much worse than it has done. And to be fair, they, they walk away from it thinking we did OK. Surprised
3: by Cole Stockton potentially on the move in January, given how that one
1: was kind of built in the summer. I think we were quite surprised that Burton had, had pulled off that deal because he is a very, very clinical striker. And two seasons ago in uh, in, in Sky League One for Morecambe, he was incredible. Was it twenty odd goals um, in, in this division? So he's a proven striker. There are a few teams that could do with a striker. I've put a video out literally right now highlighting Ooh. one transfer. Cole Stockton G- wasn't in that. wasn't in that video, but I do emphasize that every club needs a bloody striker. And Cole Stockton is a striker. hasn't worked out at Burton. Maybe a new environment, a new fit could be on the move. Let's wait and see. Uh, Tom, Cambridge United, you're up next. Um, they have got a manager. Did they have a manager last time we spoke on T Love? I don't think they did. They Ye- might have had Mark Bonner's, yeah, they did. they did.
2: They did. They drew away at Charlton.
3: We- yes,
2: okay, that was so his Neil first, Harris wasn't it? Was in charge. There we go. Yes, and Ble-
1: there you go. Cambridge United.
3: Yes, I'm just give me two seconds. I just want to tell Nappers, I've done the Derby and the Peterborough one. Basically, what's happened? Little bit of behind the scenes for you, everybody. Nappers is thumbnail man's let him down. So if you're listening, thumbnail man. T Lot Boys,
2: we're just we're just a gang, aren't we? Just help each other out. Yeah, yeah. Right, Kate rang me while I was at work the other day serving a pizza, right? It's a true story. And he goes, Could you speak? Yeah, I could speak. Literally threw it out the oven. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes. My microphone, how do I would plug it in? And I went, well, you should get an adapter, you plug
1: it in. <laughs> he texted me that as well.
3: I just went, us, we got that. I went okay. USB it in the
2: computer, oh should be fine. Um, but um, no, plug it in. And then he goes, oh, it's not working. It should be. He goes, oh, hang on, I found it. Then I didn't have
0: the paddy that you did when your mic wasn't working though. Yeah, Do you all well remember that.
2: Yes, we do. Shut up.
3: Yeah, yeah shut sure, up, be 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 you. Focus. Cambridge. Um, people actually like the bickering, don't they? So maybe we shouldn't move on quite as swiftly. But we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll check.
2: Out just speaking yeah. about your lives. Just, just all talk well, about do that for teatop extra. Spend the bloody money, and you get that conversation. Well, fair, say, I I just... we, owe, we owe patrons some, some work. I think. Yeah, are yeah, we, we
3: doing do. one next weekend? Given there's only six games, by the way. Have we discussed that yet, or should yeah, we discuss we that,
1: that? I'm fine yeah. anyway. Bit, maybe that could be our January one. Could
2: be our. Yeah, so yeah, you so wanted to do that. An break,
1: yeah. Oh, we're thirty minutes in. We're on Cambridge United. Sorry, <laughs>
2: let's crack on. <laughs> yeah. I'd be gone by seven. Yes, come oh, on. Right. Come on, um Cambridge are
3: back in form following the arrival of Neil Harris, as we just mentioned. They put a bit of light between themselves and the drop zone, despite a mixed bag of Christmas results. They were really poor on New Year's Day against Leighton Orient and missed out on anything, courtesy of a 95th-minute Kieran Brown winner against Oxford United. Cue the Jack Ward football podcast. Limbs, a big pre-season six-point, pre-season? Pre-Christmas, six-pointer against Exeter cannot be ignored. And once the injuries sort themselves out. As such, we've already mentioned him there, the refound talisman, and Ahadmeh. They'll be right back to it. Fleetwood and Burton at home before the end of January and a trip to Exeter in there too. An opportunity to pick up some points against the teams around them. This bit might be a bit quicker because we're going through the kind of the middling teams, aren't we? Where there's not really much going on. So we've yeah. had a lot of relegation chat and we'll uh, crack on the Charlton, I would expect, whoever that is. That is
1: no, it's Chalvin. Wigan next.
0: It's Wigan, mate. Wigan
1: next. Oh, Charlton's my next game. Sorry, <laughs> Charlton's next, your next, next game. club. Charlton Sorry. haven't been that bad yet. They haven't, <laughs> no. not quite this early. <laughs> um, um, going oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, next up, Barnsley as well. we'll throw <laughs> them in there. Um, uh, Wigan, let's go with Wigan. Uh, it's quite fitting actually. Nappers has got Wigan because he's been very loyal to Wigan in their performances Politics. this season. Um, but, uh, not Tom, Nappers, Wigan, how do you uh, analyze their Christmas period?
2: Well, they're their only team with a positive goal difference, bar Bristol Rovers, outside the top kind of top seven, top eight. So, again, that I think highlights a few things as well. Twenty-seven points. They've never really been able to drag themselves away from bottom four, have they? Really, when they've had a couple of good runs and got six, seven points, but always but kind of been between, you know, nineteenth and fifteenth, really. And I've said they'll be finished thirteenth now at least with him. They are only three points off Shrewsbury and they've got a game in hand on them. So I think that when that game in hand is played, if you can literally win one and draw one, I think they'll be round where well late in Orient Nine. There's no reason why I really don't think they can go and trouble Lincoln and Bristol Rovers for, you know, even to get into the top 10. I think they are that. They can be that good. I really I really do believe that. And, you know, the Christmas period was difficult for them. They had a couple of defeats, didn't they, away at you know Reading and Derby and Port Vale just before that. But to beat Carl out at, at Rome and then uh, get a great point away at Barnes, it's a really good goal by Johnny Smith into the far corner. You know, I know Smythe's goal for Oxford was a screamer. This was even, I think, even better, if I'm honest with you, because the way he just killed it into the far corner... It's a really good goal, I know we did it. Jake was saying to me before against Lincoln on Boxing Day. Um, he's a good player, Johnny Smith. He's done well for Oldham and Burton, and you know, fit really well in at Wigan. And again, going into Northampton, you know, away, and they've got Reading and Wickham coming up, uh, both at home as well. It's, uh, so it's been a busy period for them, but they're slowly getting back uh, on the winning trail. They are indeed. Let's um, next, uh, next team, Jake uh, Wickham Wanderers. It's
1: quite meh. damning that they're this low, really, um, yeah. and early on in the video—not video, it is a video and podcast.
0: Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit meh for Wickham, isn't it? Obviously, they had the win on on New Year's Day against Bristol Rovers, which was their first win in in the league in, in quite some time. Thirteen games, I think it was the last time they uh, they won. Uh, I think that was Fleetwood. Then was it Was that? Was that? Would that be yeah, right he would? I said 12, that to him on his live show. <laughs> Twelve
2: games since he's drawn six, lost six.
0: So it's gone well for for Wickham. Um, again, yeah, a, a, a defeat away, a, a defeat away, at Exeter. That was pretty shambolic. They missed a penalty in that as well. Um, Leighton Orient nil, Wickham nil. Yeah, just very uninspiring. And I don't know what it is with Wickham. They're, 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 injuries, yeah, in, injuries, and also perhaps they're not take into the new philosophy as quickly as Matt Bloomfield maybe would have wanted, which we seem to say almost every week when we're covering Wickham Wanderers, which is a bit of a shame, mm. really. But, yeah, it's been a, it's been an okay festive period. I think if you look over the four games, they've picked up, what, five points, which if they do that for the rest of the season, they'll, they'll comfortably stay up. Um, but, yeah, just very meh Christmas for, for Wickham. Happy Christmas. Chair, boys.
1: Chair, boys. Yeah. Not, not so much. Um, Port Vale. I've got next. Uh yeah, pretty mixed, pretty inconsistent, but with Port Vale. I think you can't compare Port Vale to the Port Vale that we saw in the early stages of the season. Let's look at Port Vale where they probably should be, and that's where they are now, really. I think Port Vale at the start of the season, I mean, other than Jake who got on bottom, um, uh everyone else sort of <laughs> I get sword. a weekly reminder. Thank you, wardley yeah. I think Port Vale, other than you, would ex- we expect them to be sort of here, maybe slightly more in a relegation battle, and that probably says a bit more about how Port Vale have done pretty well this season. And look, it started off phenomenally; it hasn't quite continued in that sense, but ultimately, they probably are where we expect them to be. Pretty inconsistent story of their season, really. December, some oh, you know, a fantastic win against Blackpool, then got beaten by Carlisle. You know, when you do that that's probably where you should be around that, that sort of middle period of the, of the league one table. Um, the biggest disappointment would probably be the recall of um, Oliver who has gone back to Sheffield United. Um, that's probably their biggest frustration of this period um, because their results have been pretty up and down. Um, that feels like a bit of a blow. If they can try and replace him in the window that you'd expect that to be the case, but it's interesting to see how sort of clubs in this middle region approach a window. I don't think they're going to go down. I don't think they're going to go up. We'll have to wait and see how they react to that. But yeah, that's what I've got to say on Port Vale. Um, pretty meh, but for Port Vale, I think meh's okay this season, to be fair. I think they've done pretty well. Um, Tom, Charlton, here you go. You've been desperate to speak about Charlton. This is your moment. So desperate. Um, so you can't really say anything positive about them, unfortunately, but you can speak about them.
3: Yeah, we, we had this conversation last night. Then we know wins in Charlton's last seven, three losses on the spin, rapid tumble from what was looking like a pretty strong position just a few weeks ago. Their last league win came at the back end of November. Um, as a fan base, Charlton, I, I can imagine they'd be so apathetic right now. It's you know, I, 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 We spoke about a bit of this last night and I looked into it a little bit more over the course of today after I knew that I'd got them for this. Seven of their last eight seasons now have been down in League One after four straight campaigns in the Championship before them. They'll be disappointed by the season they've had so far, which mirrors the 13th and 10th place finish most recently. Despite a renewed pre-season ambition from their ownership, I know they didn't quite have the full window and they've now got a full window in January. So that might be a little bit of a, a sort of a glimmer. We should say they've been unlucky with some of the star Star, signings they haven't fired or have been unavailable, such as Panucci Kamara, who we're all waxing lyrical about at the top of the season. I'm sure they won't even like to think about where they might be without a certain Mr Alfie May. Exactly.
1: Yeah, pretty uh, frustrating times at Charlton. We saw them play on whatever day it was. What day do you play games these days? Um, Every day at the minute. Yeah, whenever we, whenever we played them. It's Wednesday. Was it Monday we played them? It might have been. Or, no, Sunday, I think it was. Not a clue. We watched them play. Um, and, uh, when was yeah, it? Monday. Yeah, it was Monday. Monday. That's it. we yeah, watched them play in, in that game. It was pretty toxic at Charlton. Uh, quite rightly, fans are not happy with Michael Appleton, and he's only been there a couple of weeks. Um, He needs a big window, like quite a few clubs. Uh, Nappers, Shrewsbury, take us away. You know Shrewsbury fairly well. You've been up there this week. Um, he loves not it there. With your not with your Fleetwood hat on, with your Shrewsbury hat on. Nappers, how do you, uh, how do you break down their festive period?
2: You're muted again. Oh, again. <laughs> you're muted again. Sorry, silly, man. Silly. You people keep coming in my room. Uh, very bad up until they play Fleetwood, and that seems to be the story, that you play Fleetwood and we give you you give you a leg up and you know away you go. But they played Peterborough in that run. That's you know a, d- a difficult, tricky tie. I think they played Portsmouth the game before. You know, Cheltenham away and Boxing I Only ever saw a Cheltenham winning that one at home. Shrewsbury scored three goals away from home all season. You no, know, it's not good. That is it. Lost away at, uh, at Burton. Didn't look like scoring. In Matt Taylor got a load of abuse. In terms of points, 30 points, the five points worse off than they were last season. I don't think they're doing too bad considering the transition that they're going through and the players that they've got. Look, they were good the other day, deserved to win the football game, if I'm honest with you. Two what well, maybe two one, if I'm honest with you, maybe three two. Um, but again, the the we, we've given a side that scored 14 goals all year, three goals now they're up to 17. You know, uh, you know, a leg up really. But again, uh it was one win, they would have won. I think your Peterborough game, you can ride soft away at Cheltenham. You'd be looking at winning at least one of those away at Burton or Cheltenham and then beat Fleetwood. But again, going into Lincoln on Saturday, and you've got t- two really tough games, you know, at home to Stevenage and then away at Peterborough. Jake, later on, I think we're halfway
1: now. Uh, Leighton yes. Ant, how
0: are <laughs> we? I, I think they can be encouraged actually by their, their, their Christmas and festive period. Um, you know, you go back to the the game against uh, Bolton where they were three 0 down and, and came back, and Admirley almost got themselves back in that game. Um, then they they went and beat Charlton on Boxing Day, which is a really good win. Uh, a nil nil draw with Wickham, and then a two 0 win on Monday away at, at late at, at Cambridge. Um, and I think the good form is is coincided with the the return of Dan Adji. He obviously joined from Crew in the summer. He was their big signing. He, he scored. I think he scored about 15, 16 goals in in League Two last season. Cheers, Ben. Uh, And he's been a a revelation since coming into the side. He got injured in pre-season. He's not been able to feature, but, you know, set up the winner against Charlton on Boxing Day and then scored the second goal on Monday. Um, They've got some good performers in that team in recent weeks as well. You look at Jordan Brown in midfield. He's been fantastic. Um, Like I say, um, they're doing really well. And I think they'll be really happy with, with what they've picked up, you know, um, even the even in defeat at, away at Bolton to to draw you know to get two goals back against Bolton you know it, albeit you know in the second half but I think they will be relatively pleased and it's where like if you know if you said to an Orient fan after 24 25 games you'd be 12th in the league I think they'd very much have taken that.
1: Sorry, some uh, pretty irrelevant news, but I just sort of let you know um, that Luke Williams, um, who's the uh... Well, was the not County manager just gone to Swansea City? So
0: there you go. If you check wow. your watch out, I told you 10 minutes ago.
2: Did you? <laughs> Did oh, you? Man. Oh, wow. That's quite well, well, significant, actually, isn't it? it? Well, well, was the I do have mine on Do Not, not, do not, do not Disturb as well.
1: It's not been officially announced. No, I'm just literally reading what you just put in the group chat no. 10 minutes ago, <laughs> but didn't look at it. Um, it will happen, though. It's coming from a very reliable yeah. source now. Um, but yeah, quite significant in some way in this podcast because, of course, we were linked with him uh, briefly, Oxford. I think that, to be fair, he, he's done a double step. I think we maybe thought that League One was his next destination. Mm. He's gone straight to the Championship. Fair Not enough. A surprise, good move for Swansea. I think he's a really good manager. yeah Where does that leave Notts County? Who could be with us in League One next they will be. They guess,
0: right? will be. I think they will
1: be. Um, Let's see if that disrupts them. Like you said, they've got a very good team, though. I'm, I'm sure
0: they'll be fine. Feel free to skip the next team, you mate. Don't bother. Um,
1: yeah, sorry, mate. We, uh, we can't right. quite do that. Talking of uh, managers that might have come in and not quite hit the ground running. Uh,
2: that was smooth, wasn't it? He thinks he's got it tough, and this annoys me. This really annoys <laughs> me bet, when he yeah. thinks he's
1: got it tough. I think the reason why Jake thinks he's got it... Well, the reason why it's tough is because of the expectation and the thought going yes. into the season. That's the biggest thing. Correct. Lincoln City, where they are currently compared to Fleetwood, is obviously very different. I think, and, and compared to quite a few clubs in in terms of, I think it is that because they finished two
2: points, finished two points in front of Fleetwood last season.
1: I know, but your the but Lincoln's transfer window was was miles better than Fleetwood's. I think personally, yeah. or 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 better, or better. I don't
2: think it was miles, better. Or... I it was miles better. I think Lincoln are a uh, club finished the way they should be finishing between twelfth and eighth. That's my I don't see Lincoln in the top six side or an out for a challenger. He could disagree with me all he like. but that's the problem. Up. Is we opportunity opportunity squad? For I don't think that squad is good enough for top six.
1: There's, a, there's no, no, it's and it's proven it's not. But I think going yeah. into it, there's more of a chance of Lincoln making a push than Fleetwood. That's I think you think because
2: One is how poor it is. You know, you can do what Steven just did and, you know, do what, you know, you can go on an unbeaten run. And I get that there's opportunities to do that this season, unlike last couple of seasons, whether you had, you know, Wednesday, Plymouth do really well, Ipswich, you know, on a you know, £50 million budget. You know, Sunderland's of these worlds as well, a couple of years before that. I get it, but I think Lincoln are an eighth to 12 I think Bristol Rovers as well. And it's not being asked, to, it's, ah, I don't, there's always that outside, of me, let's see, seven points off with a game and then chilling in my year before i don't get these teams that think they're gonna in the playoffs because they're just outside i i don't get it but if that's the case then we'll
1: come on to it later when we speak about the teams higher up than, than lincoln city and rovers and northampton where do you cut off that that race because i don't think lincoln are in it let's talk about lincoln we'll come on to that later nappers but i think you're making a good point it's a good conversation to have um talk about lincoln city um and the fact that I look, it's, it look, it's bad. It's been bad. It's been a very, very bad Christmas period. I think they have lost um, every game uh, during the festive yep. period traditionally. Um, you put a tweet out, James. I <laughs> definitely go. Reckon, definitely go. Yeah, reading it. Um cause for the manager to go? I think very, very premature, very, very early. We'll joke and laugh about it, but um, ultimately, it it would be ridiculous to even start having that conversation. He's trying to implement what he wants to implement. He can't quite do that. He's got a very, very thin bear squad. They haven't given him a transfer window. He's going to have to go and approach that transfer window. And look, it's really weird. Until this season, I've never thought about it because I think it is quite tight, but also there are mini-league tables and maybe barriers that teams can't can't quite get past the reach, let's say, the top six. Chat. what How do Lincoln approach it, and what's the point? This is really, really stupid of me to say, but let me just say it how I'm thinking it in my head. Oh, what's Christ, the point in Lincoln going? What's the point in Lincoln going crazy in this transfer window?
0: Because They'll you won't. might as well make it to the summer because you're not going to get in the top six. But yeah, they they won't. They're more about the they're more about the long term. Lincoln will be looking at next season as a. An opportunity this Similar year. Been, Similar, I think. Charleston. Yeah, th- th- this year has been a, and I think it's no fault of our own. I think, you know, and a, it's such a cliche, and football fans all up and down the country, we say, oh, injuries have dictated. Well, we've literally not had a front line since the start of September. We've had no fit strikers. We've had to play Hakiba Delican, who was, uh, who rejected a, a loan move on transfer deadline day in the summer to a non-league team has had to play up front with a 19 year old who got released by Derby County three years ago. So I think had we had Ben House a fit Ben House or a fit Tyler Walker in the team, would we be closer to the top six? Yeah, I think we would. Absolutely. Um, it, and, and plus that injury list keeps on, on mounting with, you know, erohan now seems to be out for a little pouch. Sorensen went off injured on New Year's Day and, um, I, it just it freaks me out. 1st team players or people that could make you know make the first eleven injured um, and and all out with suspension on on against Blackpool. So tells you everything. You know we're, we're going to have to recall a nineteen year old who scored ten goals in in League Two just to come and play up front for half a season because uh, that's the situation that we're in. So. Yeah, I think, and to, to to continue the chat that you had, you two were having earlier. I think we had a shout for the top six this season. I think we had an outside shout for the top six, but the re, the barrier we've not crossed is in, injuries have plagued us, and I think it's when you lose a f- forward line, you can't account to lose your first first two choice centre forwards in the space of two weeks. So no, I I think we had a shout, but unfortunately, um. You know, Mother Nature has, has got in the way. There's not a period, but, but yeah, no,
1: Not quite. That's that's in February. Um, I, I think the interesting thing with injuries as well, and, and clubs have injury crises, because I think I spoke to Tom, I think we had this chat yesterday. I feel like every club is going into January being like, we need five players. We've got no players available. They're all out injured. The reason why Lincoln are, are really, really struggling with this is because they didn't have a lightning start. With Oxford, we're bringing it back to this chat. And the injury chat, we've had a lot of injuries, but because we were so good, um, really early on in the season, and I say really early on, we are quite good until Leah Manning left. Really, we've sort of hit an inconsistent run since the mm-hmm. whole Manning debacle sort of really kicked off. Because we had a lightning start, we now have had injuries, we can almost get away with it and we can still stay where we are. With Lincoln, you've had injuries as you're still pushing to try and th- chase mm-hmm. the top six, and if you're chasing and you're getting injuries. That's why you've hit a really bad run yeah. with Oxford. We've had a bad injury record. We've actually lost quite a few games over the Christmas period that we'll come on to later, but because of our good start, we've remained sort of mm-hmm. roughly where we are. That's how we've got away with it. And it's similar teams and sort of teams that are fighting the relegation zone. Teams that are trying to climb out of it, that keep getting injuries are going to continue to struggle. Mm. Um, But I think there's a lot of teams going through the injury situation. Wickham, we mentioned earlier, another team that sort of have had some some big players not available. Let's wait and see. January is going to be big. Again, we keep reiterating that point. Um, Next team, we're going to Tom for Northampton.
3: Can I
2: just say, Ben, if you check your inbox. Bristol Rovers. Northampton
0: are below Bristol Rovers, aren't they?
2: No, Northampton for ninth. We we had to
1: sorry, we had to switch because we had to give Lincoln City to me because it was going to be. Oh, okay. It's sorry.
2: not exact.
1: It's not exactly that order. It's because we had to give everyone an allocation. Sorry. So the, the running Lincoln. order has has got some. Yeah, She's it's always confusing. getting in the way, aren't they? <laughs> yeah.
3: Um,
2: sorry, we had to
1: switch Lincoln.
3: Nappers, it's not perfect, mate. It's a bit of a shoddy job. While I was listening, but it's um. Thank you, so yeah, much. I love you. You're so. very welcome. You're very welcome. I love you too. Um, I take Nando's as payments for thumbnails any day of the week. Oh, I'm um, going to
2: pay for you. Don't worry.
3: Oh, you gorgeous man. Anyway, right. Let me climb up of his ass. Northampton. I think any Northampton fan before the season and Jake, mentioned this about late in Orin, I think is a great point. You, they would have been absolutely amazed of ninth place with mm-hmm. no sort of being disrespectful to Northampton. But if you, if you'd said to them, right, you can have ninth at the start of January. They'd be like, fucking give it. Um, pretty impressive results over the Christmas period for them it's only going to galvanise this squad even more three wins out of four over Christmas with Mitch Pinnock and Sam Hoskins being the catalysts to a really enjoyable festive run They're fifth in the form table over the course of the last five match weeks get this they've got bottom place playoff home form for the season so far Northampton they'd be sixth if all games were played on home soil and an uptick in results on the road and they could be on to a fantastic first season back in League One when all said and done after game week 46
1: Amazing. Amazing. Let's move on to the next team who are, again, bear with us. There are a few (laughs) changes. We had to make sure that every team had or every person had a different team that wasn't their own or one each. Um, Nappers, Bristol Rovers, you mentioned there about them being big in that mini league table uh, of teams that maybe aren't quite there, could be there, but have had a pretty decent um, festive time. How would you summarise Bristol Rovers over this crimbo time?
2: Look, it, it, I've got nothing against linking the Bristol Rovers. I'm just trying to be realistic. And you could know, mm-hmm. thought mm-hmm. that about the times over the last few years they've been in that situation where I'm like, I just don't see why. Bristol Rovers are a good team. They've got good players. They'll be there or thereabouts. They're, 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 they're like Shrewsbury within this position until about 12 games to go. And they were five points off, I think, with 12 games to over the game in hand. And uh, I, I even demolished that in some of the stats. So you can call it disrespectful. Am I being a bit disrespectful? I think I am actually, but the problem with Bistro is that I have they have got two brilliant wins at home. That's two good. So you can say Charlton on a bad run. No win six. One winning nine. You know, only one once away at home, away from home all season against Wigan, which is funny because last season they were better away from home. You know, a lot of time than they were at home, and they only can seem to win against Portsmouth at home for a large period of last season. And that was the, the issue I've got with them is great wins at home against Portsmouth and Charlton. Issue is you go away at Blackpool, you get beat. You go away on New Year's Day at Wickham. You can see three. I think you can see three at Blackpool as well, and that is the issue I got with Bristol. Was they are a side that screamed to me that Charlton, Lincoln, and Fleetwood were last season they'll get between 58 and 65 points that is what they screamed to be where they'll be about 1.4 1.5 points per game which is absolutely no, not no, you know no issues at this league they've only just come up i see it as a more of a three year plan at Bristol Road was to get promotion maybe push next season you saw what happened at mk dons they achieved it in year 2 with you know with getting into the playoffs you know what happened at wickham in the third year you know what happened at, you know it's all about a three year plan you see it at Oxford, oxford could have probably a little bit higher than they would think they would be in this situation. that they've had you know you know problems. Positive. They've been a bit well haven't they? A bit, Eight you know, year plan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. Eight-year plan. <laughs> had it and achieved it right. in year two. So there's no reason why they can't, but the issue is they just need to be a bit more consistent if they want to get in. Because I do honestly believe that you know you can't get away with a 71, 72 point playoff position anymore. I think you're gonna need 77, 78. And, and Matt Fire was saying to me, you know, I think they at 36, but we're gonna need another 35 to get in a like, I think you need to talk back to about 43, never mind 35. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Bristol Rovers are a good side. They're a good football club. They'll invest. I think Chris Martin will sign a new deal. I think they, they've done a good job bringing Matt Taylor to the football club. It's horrible having two of them in the league, by the way. One was one was confusing <laughs> enough. Um, I think they've, they've they've improved the management style. They've got a good team, good players. I think they need to add to it in January, add to it in the summer. Then we'll talk about them. But for me, there's no chance of them getting top six this year. Uh,
1: yeah, I think they are. I think they're one of quite, like you say, there, are quite a few teams that are going through a bit of a long term project, some going better than others. Um, Jake, uh, your penultimate team, Blackpool. They've been pretty Ooh. hit and miss, but they are still probably the last team in the chat for top six. But, you know, it's Blackpool. You never quite know. They, they have a good record for the second half of the season. Yeah, the they're uh,
0: they're up and down like the roller coaster on Brighton Sea, uh, Brighton mm. Blackpool Seafront, aren't they? um yeah. Towers not yeah. on fire. The towers not on not, fire. This, this, yeah, Just we were a, singing about know, the tower that's being on
2: hilarious. Fire. By the way, up <laughs> in red and white, red and white, red and white. Yeah, we, we didn't know
0: we did notice that the uh, the tower was lit up red and white the, the night before we played them uh, on new year's eve but yeah this, this is the thing about blackpool it's been the case of their season it's really all literally the whole time this year great at home rubbish away pretty much that pretty much sums up their their festive period wins over lincoln and, and bristol rovers like you mentioned those teams that are probably inside that little gaggle of teams <clears throat> below them um but defeats away at Burton and Port Vale. The Port Vale one was horrific. I was in the Bloomfield Club, which is a, a, a Blackpool supporters bar before the game on, on Monday. And they were they were saying it was the worst I've played under Critch in, in years. And this is the thing with Blackpool. They, they just need to try and rectify that away form because at home, they're the most, they picked up the most points, 29, I think, points picked up at home. And the, the rest have been away, which is, what, below 10, I think. Um they're 10 points away from home, which is not good enough, frankly, from, from Blackpool. So, um, yeah, they're, they're going to need to keep a hold of Jordan Rhodes. That's going to be a massive, massive thing for them if they can do that. Huddersfield will probably want to recall him if he's going to score you know, 16 goals in half a season. They'll want to aid their championship survival. But, you know, even since the the uh, the, the win at Pompey, you're looking at all the games. Northam- uh, Northampton was at home, but Cambridge... Burton and Port Vale have all lost, which are away from home. So need to sort out that away form going into the new year.
3: Is he in a bit of trouble?
0: Critchley? No, I, I, I don't think Critchley. He's absolutely adored by Blackpool fans, and Ben will be I able to tell you. I, not as much as you tell be. you this
2: now. He, I t- if you ask half them, I think he's very. Since he he was adored first time, yeah, he's not adored anymore. I can tell you I that now. They're,
0: they're no, if you ask most Blackpool fans, they don't him.
2: like. Now, I disagree massively they
0: were not a chance they were talking very lovingly about him, and maybe they had a do, but a few well. beers by then, but um yeah, no that it was they, they just need to sort out that away form for me I, I I don't think Rich is in any danger if he can guide them to a you know a seventh eighth place finished, and then next year go all out for for top two, then um I think he'll be absolutely fine
1: yeah i i, I coming back to the Blackpool chat briefly, I think, yeah, Neil Critchley after he sort of ditched them, that that might have hindered their relationship slightly, but you know, they do have, I mean, was it, how long was it, four seasons ago, three seasons ago, they talked about went on absolute charge. Um, Wardy, ago. thank you. Oh, they beat us in the,
0: they beat us yeah, in I the Yeah, yeah, beat us in the big one though.
1: Beat us in the, the yeah, the little the small one. One. Re- yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Save by the playoffs, yeah, pretty irrelevant really. <laughs> yeah, scrap that bit, I reckon. Don't need it. Um, <laughs> Uh, who else? Well, it's me now, isn't it, Stevenage? Yeah, Stevenage. Eight points. So the Christmas period. Um, I think the conversation with Stevenage is all about: Are they going to fall off? Are they going to stay in the mix? And you know, they've reached Christmas, they've reached New Year, and they are still in the. They're not in the playoffs, but they're still in uh, the, 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 the playoff conversation. Um, they are seventh in, in Skybet League One, but they can easily be in there. And I think it's only goal difference that means they're not right now. They at Barnsley have got game in hand on them, so that could. Open the gap a little bit. They did lose to Pompey on uh, whatever day it was, Monday. Uh, but, you know, even you said, Tom, in, in that game, you can now maybe see why visually Stevenage are you know, here in the 3rd of January. We're still speaking about them potentially being in the playoffs this season, uh, which is a fantastic achievement for a club that, you know, obviously are now back in League 1 after um, a, a period in, in the division below. So it's a great achievement. They did well in in, in the summer. We spoke about that um, during this, this period that we're speaking about. They're still in the. They're still in the mix. They're still well and truly in the mix. They've got a very definitive style of play. I think they're breaking the stereotype slightly. They're not, you know, the the Steve Evans Gillingham team. Maybe for example, they're playing slightly more expansive at times. The second half against Pompey, I think, showed that they are willing to actually play a little bit of football. Um, And sometimes the attractive nature can be overanalyzed. I think they are actually playing some much better football than than maybe people think. I think you've actually now got to play slightly better football to be in there. You look at the teams that are in the top six. Barnsley, Derby have their unique ways, and Stevenage too, but a lot of them are playing quite expansive football a lot of the time. And actually, Stevenage, who we turn your nose up to a lot, you know, quite often, aren't doing that. So, so fair play to them. They're still in the hat. I think a pretty good and they'll definitely take it. But I think a good December for them. Oxford United, Tom, we're still in the top six. Just about. There's is tricky. Well, not so tricky sometimes, normally, just. It, well, they're there, it's aren't not they? Des is yellow.
3: tricky. It's been tricky for Des. Is that what oh, you're trying you're to say? So
1: you're, you should be an
3: author. That was oh, no. very clever with the words. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, call me. I don't know. J.K. Rowling. Rodol. J.K. Rowling. Yeah, name a few.
1: I was thinking. Was it Oz? Yeah, he didn't. He didn't write it. Uh, no. Favorite uh, favorite authors. Let us know.
3: Um,
1: author, author chat next week. <laughs> Bye. G-
3: my mum loves Sophie Kinsella books. If anyone Ooh. knows about her, uh-huh. it's actually not her real name. But go on. Mappers yeah. <laughs> don't does know any authors. Uh,
2: <laughs> I do. Katie Price. Um, <laughs> the ga- I tell you, I- I'm an author. You can- Oh, oh yeah. What does that Oh. oh. Yes. What does
1: that say? it says Keith yeah that was no ah. no, no, Keith can you <laughs> buy that. the book can we promote the book can you still buy it
2: yeah you can still buy it do
1: you see oh, any I'm money in. from it
2: there's, there's, a, there's a few Portsmouth plays in here give me a minute I'll find mm. it uh,
1: this is good anyway while he does that Tom Oxford
3: yes Oxford <laughs> uh, it has been a ride coaster for Christmas really hasn't it for Oxford it's oh I've just clicked off my notes there we go Get this, Wardy. Well, you don't need to get this because you know exactly what's happened. And most people do. Two wins, two losses. An away win and loss. Home win and loss. There he is. There. There go go and buy the book. Nice. Um, Links in the description. So an away All win right, and loss. A home win and loss. Goals conceded in every game in that time. Goals scored in that game. Every single game too. So you've scored at least a goal. Yeah see this girl just thought that was quite nice. Handful of comeback wins in there as well as course. Uh Cambridge and Charlton games in particular, those two separated by a special night for Derby at the Cassam and late heartbreak for the Us to put them behind um the put it put it behind oh. The youths put it behind them. Oh, it's downloaded, Nappers. The youths put it behind them uh, for a significant win at the Valley, as you mentioned in your video yesterday. Des Buckingham's first on the road since he's been in charge. Hopefully, that means he can sleep a little bit better. I'm sure the uniquely fast time zone switch is well a bit Bit of a stumbled start in his time in charge has meant there's been plenty on his mind and plenty going on in the treatment room at this moment in time as well. That little bit of magic from 30 yards out of the back end of the game at the Valley from an unlikely goal scorer in Oysen Smith means the Yellows are off and running in 2024 with a bang, they scored, get this, more goals than Pompey, yet they have the worst goal difference of any top six side at this moment in time. But that playoff spot is firmly there with so plenty to build on when
1: key players return. Any good, Wardy? Very good, yeah, very good. Yeah, poor Dares. I mean, he's his body thinks he's still in India, he's had seven games over this period of time, and he hasn't got an assistant manager yet. The the poor bloke is knackered, but he's you know what, he's come through this period. I think, in the end, okay, look, it hasn't been amazing, it hasn't, it could have been much worse. You know, I think we walk away going considering we have had to change uh, formation because of personnel's unavailability, and also the fact we're playing a bloody midfielder at centre back who scored a world against Charlotte. I mean, it, look, it, it, it's bizarre. I think we've got through it okay. We went to it up against Derby, but because we've got, we basically just had to sit back for forty five minutes and defend because our players were just knackered, and obviously we paid the massive consequences for that because. They scored three goals and, and, uh, and beat us in the end comfortably. And that is, a, of course, a, a playoff rival. So that is frustrating. But yeah, we need some players to come back. We need some players in January, like a lot of teams do. But I think, like I mentioned earlier, the fast start to the season we've had has allowed us to have this blip. That's, I think, we've got away with it because we had a really good start to the season. we were haven't. able to, to deal with this.
2: Right. Let's go to naples for Barnsley. Well, it's not just a festive period, but they're unbeaten in 8-1-4, draw 4 You know how much I love a team when they win one, draw one, two points per game, and I think it's a good marker. I think they've only actually lost like one in 12, one in 13, lost to Derby away, lost to Blackpool at home. That was actually their last home defeat. We had worries about the home form, didn't we? And I think they've lost their home games since then, 30th of September that day, and three months have passed, and they've been strong, been consistent, three points better off than they were last season. Went away at Peterborough, got a two-goal early start. thought Herbie Kane's been brilliant over the Christmas period. Phillips scored, um, I think, two and three. I uh, thought they were brilliant away at... Um, Put Vale and, um, yeah, yeah, it's a good period for them getting points on the board back in the playoffs and they'll be uh, delighted, I think.
1: Exactly. Um, I think, yeah, they're, they're still, still there or thereabouts. Um, who else we got? Let's just try and... Uh, who's, who's next? Is Jake next? You got? Is, it, is it you next? Or is, it, is, it, is, it, is it you? Yeah, is it you?
3: No, you've got you?
0: Oxford and Barnes, are not you? Go so be... on then, uh, Jake. Your final
1: team, Derby County.
0: Oh, my favourite team to talk about. Derby it is, isn't it? Three. Paul Warren. He's not yeah, no, I, went, either, I? I went on the uh, the Rams talk podcast and, and said that Paul Warren wasn't the right man for the job. And then we got beat 3-1 at Pride Park, which was really fun. Um, But I think on the whole, I think barring New Year's Day, I think Derby had a really good, a, a very good um festive period. They started off with a 3-1 a win against Lincoln, which they were comfortable offside goals, but we weren't going too deep into it. They deserved to win on the night. Um, then they went away to Wigan. I think it's a tough ground. I think you've seen some some big teams at the top of the league go to Wigan and lose. I think Oxford have been there and got beat. Peter went there and got beat. Um, so to go there and win one nil is is really impressive. Um, Curtis Nelson's on the score sheet there. Then obviously, probably the most impressive performance from a from a derby point of view, 2 nil down away away at Oxford and to win 3 2 is massive. Um you know, like you can't understate that sort of thing. They're great. Yeah, for for morale as well, I even think that, you know, going two goals down, um obviously it was a what an eighty an eighty first and an eighty-sixth minute two goals to 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 do the quick double and and get the win. Big for Aaron Cashin to score as well. Obviously we'll come on to him no doubt later when we're talking about transfers. And then the you know they do a load of good work. They get themselves you know you're thinking derby, Crikey Darby on a real roll. And New Year's Day happens, and they get beat three two by Peterborough, pretty much not in a, well, pretty much in a similar ish sort of position to to how Oxford were against them. And and Peterborough, who, who you'll come on to later, actually played really well and 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 probably did deserve it based on their second half performance. So um, I think it's been a good period for Derby. Look, they're they're still fourth in the league table. They're um, what five points behind Bolton. Still, they're, they're still within a shout of the top two I don't think anyone can discount them Um so I, I think if they have a, a strong January window and they're they back poor warm which they will do because they'll have the finances and the and the pulling power of Derby County in League One I I, I think they'll be absolutely fine and I, I think they'll consider this a, a successful period for the club.
1: Derby beaten by Peterborough let's talk about them. Uh Won every game other than two. And those two games they didn't win were draws. So they're unbeaten over, over December and over the Christmas period so far. So I'd, I'd say Peterborough have done very, very well. I said I said it in the video that me and Tom got coming out and we did yesterday. I think this is probably one of the best Peterborough League One teams we've ever seen in terms of the way they play football, um, and in terms of the, the talent they've got. They're doing it without Clark Harris every single week, which I think is even more impressive. Sometimes they can be over-reliant and have been over-reliant on his goals. Um, and Maybe over reliance harsh, but they've been... Key parts of their success—they've got Ricky J Jones stepping up now to score important goals. Pocky's been incredible. Mason Clark's been fantastic. Burrows continues to be great. Archie Collins looks like a great signing. Roddy Edwards is, is phenomenal. Um, let's see if they can keep hold of him. That's the biggest thing going into January. If, if Peterborough can keep hold of these players, and they're, they're going to be, they're, they're going to still be a, a top two contender. I think similar to Derby, they're, they're definitely in that mix really impressed with them. Uh, they beat us in December 3-0 and they were the far better team. I think Darren Ferguson's got a, a fantastic um, a, a team there that maybe in some areas needs a little bit work depth-wise, but in January, if he can carry on strengthening with that team, it's going to be frightening because they've got a, a really, really attractive style of play and they can beat teams in different ways. I think this month we've seen a bit more character and spirit always been talent but coming back you know to beat um to beat shrewsbury when they went down setbacks against derby it's cool to win that late on we're seeing the, the guts of this peterborough team the talent's always been there but we're seeing that sort of mentality that can genuinely win you league titles not that they will but they've got that character about them and the top two i think you've still got to have those merits as well so really impressive peterborough um tom your final team um the penultimate team of the entire section uh bolton wanderers second place chasing pompey a very good period over christmas
2: i absolutely yeah. love working with jakey right during like, of the year by the way should we say all yes right, he is. all go and um, vote is that still uh, open
3: because no, you've got my vote
2: now. but um um anyway so i did that video you right banged it started off slow but then literally that's what i do comments. really honestly yeah, it was really good <laughs> <one>. face mate yeah <laughs> right it's <laughs> it's i not right i came off stream the other day right i thought i had 1500 watching live that's the most i've seen I'm constantly over 100 i watched back and i looked back like yesterday i went four and a half thousand views this i went i've never had a stream with you the one before with jake 1100 i was like <laughs> well they not coming back are they so jake like your I'm title
1: though you your title was good it was bolton second other and manager wasn't it or something yeah anyway talking about got... bolton we keep this in Covers yeah, that yeah, eventually
0: get to talk about. It.
3: Four festive games, 12 points. Bolton under Ian Everett have always tend to have a better second half to the season two. And I reckon this year is going to be no different. Over, say, Christmas period, they've done three outstanding things in my view. Number one, they've won games in different ways. Three-two at home over Leighton Orient is a different win to go to Highbury and coming away with a 2-0. Number two, three out of those four wins over the festive period, they've kept clean sheets. And we all know how closely clean sheets and promotion material sides are associated with one another. And number three, and perhaps most importantly, they've pounced on an indifferent Pompey Christmas to the point where that uh, where winning their game in hand would take them top with a little asterisk alongside that to say that game in hand isn't for a while. The picture may well have changed by then. Double asterisk, Pompey will go another game ahead this weekend too. This is all very much in the air up in the air, but in my book, on points on the board are more valuable than games in hand. Something else worth stressing is this all comes straight off the back of back-to-back league losses for the first time in a long time for Bolton. Pompey being the better team on the night for the first one and a Santos sending off in the second with the character and spirit in the group to come back and pull off a Christmas like that is really applaudable. It reminds me of the Pompey response to the 4-0 reverse against Blackpool. It's something that can really inspire a top team to reachieve their levels and I think that's what we've seen. A Premier League away tying the FA Cup, closely followed by an EFL trophy the game keeps them busy before a return to league action. For now, when that does come around, it's a run of Cheltenham at home, then back-to-back trips to Leighton, Oren and Carlisle, before Barnsley at their place
1: on the 3rd of Feb. Nappers, Portsmouth, still top of the table. Bit of a blip, but they're still there.
2: Yeah, absolutely. and that, That's all that matters. This team find a way, and that's what I like about them. They've had so much go against them this season, but they've always come back, and when it gets tough, Pompey gets you know, tougher. That's how I, I describe this group. They've won 15 games, drawn eight. They've always found a way not to lose a game by the Bristol game, by the Blackpool game. Those defeats, the best things happen to the club because it kind of reaffects that They're not invincible. They're not going to, you know, be easy. But, you know, to go and score, you know, 41 goals and be top of the table when Peter have scored nine more, Bolton have scored four more, Derby have scored more, Oxford have scored more, Barnsley have scored more goals. You know, even Blackpool have scored more goals. It shows you how good defences are. And I've always said defences win titles. Defences win, you know, you know, titles. You know, World Cups, Euros, but they also win titles in League One and League Two, especially. And the best centre half, and in my opinion, the best player in League One. I know he's been at the end the, the one from Lincoln. At the, the end he's been banging the drum on that for three or four years and you know he's acting Absolutely bang on, right? He knows his football, the lad. And you know, they lost the Bishop for a bit. Marlon Pack's been out. They've had Paddy Lane out for a bit as well. They've had Kamar out for bits. They've had a little tweak, you know, with you know, with a goalkeeper change in the summer as well. Miss Senior obviously is a young manager, learning on the on the job. Obviously, he's um, you know, big job cleaning his white trainers after every game as well. So, a you know, a big important thing. How for have him you
3: as noticed well.
2: that? Uh, <laughs> oh, I noticed. He, he you the see everything, don't you? Oh, I, I watch interview after interview view and I thought oh uh, and you know Paddy Lane is oh. having his best ever season you know I think he's 11 goal contributions now and this team are just you know shining and it's really good to see it's a hard working group it will get better they've got in the next five games they're not tough games but I would describe it Cheltenham away at oh, home fleetwood away port vale away Lambton home um the tricky but they're, they're like difficult in different ways. Tight pitches, smaller pitches. You know, you're looking at winning your home games at Port Bale and Cheltenham and Fleetwood away. You know, Fleetwood at the moment is a guaranteed three points, and the other two. Cheltenham well, it and wasn't, Fruit, was it? So... Yeah, but. I like this side. They're getting there, and uh, fifty-three points. I think you'd have absolutely snatched on the phone Boxing, it was a bit tough. Tom was with a gin, and uh, it seems that yeah, it seemed that Paul's with a a, a coaching. But Bolton are there, Peter are there, Derby are there, Oxford are there, and uh, they're not going to you know give you up. Never going to let you down. Never going to run around or desert you. Brilliant. <laughs> we we were struggling for a Twitter
1: clip and nappers as always. <laughs> an hour and twenty-one minutes in sneaks within bottom corner thank you very much next up predictions jake scores on the doors mate we are going to yeah. still do our predictions for the six games even this fa cup week but there's still games to talk about but before that we've been g- giving our predictions in the whatsapp group jake's been keeping uh score how are we looking
0: yeah it's it's been indifferent over the festive period i won't lie um there's not a well, there has been a switch up to the table, uh, which, which we'll uh, we'll go Tell into the
2: point since we've been gone. How many we've got, oh, mate, before. that
0: I, we ain't got time for that because Ward has got other commitments with a sorry, I've got a proper, because you're a
2: bottom of a, that of podcast.
0: Uh, he's got uh, with a, the pro- the actual journalist of the year and Gab Sutton. Um, I am still bottom of the list, uh, which is, is it, which is upsetting, but it only takes a couple of weeks to, how many points? to get on track. I'm on 177. Uh, you've got Tom in third with one nine three, That's Uh a gap, Ben, a gap. A ben gap. is in thir- uh, second with one nine six. What well, is out in front and two oh four? So the gap massively. This, week, this, this weekend, this weekend, he got. I tell blocks. you,
2: you get through the first twenty three match weeks and you're still within a chance. <laughs> I'm he's
1: doing not... a Portsmouth. I'm bottling this. This what is annoying.
0: What oh, consistently you. getting <laughs> scores. Like he got nine, he got. Uh, I, I, think think I he got twelve. He got. He got. He, he, got, really nine, well, he got eleven. Yeah. And then he got nine. And then on New Year's Day, he dropped an absolute howler and got three points.
2: I got oh, twelve on and New what, Year's And okay. Ben got, I got twelve. And it, I got the top two it, right. Yeah. I
1: love it. How you know what you get? I genuinely I couldn't tell you. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you what I predicted. Let alone if I did well.
0: Um, well, your well it then, was very we? hard to read as well because you didn't put any score. I was guessing at this point. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, I was, he didn't put the teams,
3: did he? Yeah, no. I, was at
0: a donkey, I was at a donkey sanctuary. I did that on the go.
1: Um, <laughs> or as other
3: people know it, the Kassam Stadium. Anyway, um No, <laughs> Des
1: Buckingham's a very good-looking guy. Um, let's go to the games, then. We started... I'd, fuck, this might not be an alphabetical order, but there we go. It's all confusing now. Um, there are six games. Let's do them. Nappers, Fleetwood versus Derby. Oh, it's a corker. It's a big start.
2: Uh, Fleetwood Town nil, Derby County 2. I'm gonna
1: go Fleetwood one, Derby County one. Oh, oh.
3: big
0: big call. Uh,
1: Tom,
3: Fleetwood nil, Derby two for me.
0: Fleetwood nil, Derby County three for me. That's
1: such. A, I'm back in the Fleetwood. I'm back in the random Scottish. Yeah, I don't man. That's why you're doing rubbish recently. The, <laughs> the random the...
3: Scottish man. That's the <laughs> last
1: one. No, was he Scottish?
2: Yeah, that's nice. Um, Cheltenham Portsmouth Nappers. Um, 2-0 Pompey That screams 2-0 Pompey That Screams 2-1 Pompey for me Screams 2-0 Pompey
3: It was their last season Same again,
0: 2-0 Screams 2-0 Pompey I agree Get oh,
3: in, clean sweep just... Out the boys Later already at Blackpool
0: Not happening no, Blackpool um, play yeah. Forest Brilliant Portable, um, Charlton, Is Burton and Wickham
3: happening? happening By any chance?
2: Yes
0: He's Bert doing it. In top
2: four score, isn't he? The little <laughs> dweeb. <laughs> Bert, what, Bert and Wickham. Yeah, Bert, you dweebs. Predi- what? Because it.
1: What? We've got. You're prediction, Your predictions change based on what all we do? Did you get all confused? Yes. You go. Oh, he's done it. You know, uh, No, no, they're not fourth. So I've lost it now. I don't know what I'm going to do. Bert Surely Wickham. What order it is, really, You've got the fucking. Oh no!
2: Get of on of you. with it. You
1: have got seven o'clock at six fifty-nine. Come on, son. Exeter Carlisle is happening. Oh i I like, got to do my score, and I Burton uh, <laughs> two 0 Burton. It's your time. You're wasting, Bordy. Um, <laughs> That's a throwback. One one. Yeah, Burton one. <laughs> Wickham <weekend> one. <laughs> fucking hate this podcast. I can't wait to beat it over. Uh, Exeter Carlisle is happening. One nil. <laughs> that extra.
0: one's happening. Uh, I'm gonna go one in the top. One all. One one. I'm gonna go X to one Carlisle. Port Vale Charlton, is that yeah, going on? That's the last that one. one. Last two one,
2: one Port Vale.
1: I'm gonna go. Charlton reckon... lost
2: three. Awful Charlton. away.
1: Charlton need to react. So I'm gonna go one nil Charlton. I was gonna go for a one two
3: Charlton opposite to Nappers.
0: Well, Charlton have only won one game on the road all season, so I'm gonna go uh... Port Vale two Charlton one. Put your stat but away, mate. Your... No, okay. Change
3: at some point.
0: Uh...
1: <laughs> Actually, uh, Chantam actually won four games with uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: no one's right. listening. 20, in, no one's listening. You know what listen. I said
0: about Dobra? It's all shit, mate. He's rubbing.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much. Been good We're fun. Back it's been great fun we're back and uh, we're here to stay we think we are for another week anyway um we will discuss when we're next recording and when there'll be a next one out but this will be uh, hopefully uh, this will see you through to whatever it's a long one today but hopefully you did enjoy it um yeah did you enjoy it yes you did tony did you enjoy it yes you did jake did you enjoy it yes you did loved it take care everybody <laughs> i'm frank later. over here. <laughs> see you in a bit take care Love you all.